Live from Toronto and online via thecomicden.com, this is episode 46 of the Anime Roundtable Canada. Greetings and salutations on this Thursday night, March 27th, 2008. Mike Nicholas with you from our Toronto studio. On the platter tonight, we'll finally come to our thoughts on the whole Crunchyroll controversy in light of the most recent developments this week, as well as their funding a few weeks ago. In the bullets, more someday's dreamers, slow reg- registration lineups, and the first Genion license rescue. It's all coming up on the roundtable tonight. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Devoted fans will hear it, and Clarissa won't. And even what happened? That, that's a bet with fate. That is a bet with fate, Okay, dude. so okay, so what was your opinion on the... Like, what's your take already on the girls episode, having not listened to having it Having not listened to it? I didn't listen um, to it either. From every comment I've read and everything I've heard from people... I was sort of informed the girls episode was supposed to be something more than I'm Clarissa. I just got back from Japan. I'm <laughs> attention, so I'm going to talk about everything now. <laughs> oh, I know I'm shooting myself in the foot by putting this on tape. Or, that sounds about or right. Or on though. the air now, now that we're on the now, air. Now we're I know, on the air. but let it be said. You just need like, to okay, actually it's not, it's sort of... not that I, I don't have a problem with Clarissa inherently. That I means either. I wouldn't want to hit her with a truck. But, um, you know, I understand that I tend to dominate these episodes because I'm very loud and I'm energetic and that happens. But that being said, I don't prevent other people from talking and I'm not going to spend an entire hour. I do want to hear everybody else's take on things. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, like, I, I'll defend how the show episode went because she had been away for a year. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, we asked for we asked her to when when we did the episode to tell a couple sto- tell more than a few stories, mm-hmm. and she certainly did by by all accounts. Mm-hmm. It, it was actually um, like you have to like I, it was different from the, than the normal episode because that entire first first part and it was like yeah. a good fifty minutes long. It hardly really ventured into the whole anime thing. It it, it, it ventured a lot more into the, if you're a Japanophile. Well, see the. The thing mm. is, I just sort of would have... I would have put it more as an extra. Like, the video tends to be an extra. You get to see this longer version, these other things that didn't make it to air. No, we're not editing for content, because we we have problems with that. We're not censoring anybody. Mm-hmm. But we're cutting it down for time. Mm-hmm. And so, you cut it down to a standard episode. Everybody gets to talk. You know, yeah, even whether you're talking about Japan or about anime, that's not the point, because we venture into some pretty really tangential topics here hmm. but especially when less, especially when neil's around especially when neil's and around. You're what about giving her an ex- episode yeah. well we did we did give it well we gave as i said that that was well actually yeah, i guess she it's kind just, of I took kind an of, episode i kind of would have liked to hear well i mean angela you want to hear there. angela yeah. was there from what i heard yeah and, and you want to hear carol i'm sure <laughs> yeah and actually i would have really liked it if courtney was around yeah because courtney makes an episode she really does Mm. Yeah, we miss her around yeah. around here. The, those are the 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 lollycon debate I had with her 
Yeah, that and that was, was one, one of the best, best episodes we had. Yeah, no, it was Wait, a very what good. Episode was that? Do you know I the don't number? remember. Uh, we'll look it up. It was, but it was, it was actually it was one the, of the better. It I'll was, hear it, it eventually. Yeah, it was, it was the last the, nymph fight it was, discussion. Yeah. Let's put it that way. It nice. was a, one of the best episodes we mm-hmm. we did. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that was one of the better episodes, like among the regular episodes. Yeah, we ever I really did. preferred that one. So, um, anyway, uh, well, here's here here's everyone here for your listening pleasure. To my left, James Austin. To my right, Adam Grant. I'm tears across from you. Yeah, well, and a cu- and a couple and a couple mm-hmm. guys down. Um, the guy uh, we do have a complete newcomer around. Um, uh, if you're looking on the video, name, also. Hello. So this is a uh, Enrico Bianco is. Um, well, he's a uh, he's a uh, now a York University alumni mm-hmm. alumnus, right? Alumnus. Alumnus. <laughs> Thank I you, know. Adam. <laughs> In this case, you know, take out the s and it's a singular and it's a plural right and alumni is plural yeah yeah mm-hmm. take out the s and it becomes a plural um uh former former webmaster of the japanese club here of uh, the japanese international students Associ- mm-hmm. association at york university he was the webmaster of that of that club here and currently a fan translator yep fan translator um are you at liberty to tell us a few uh, uh, a few of the projects that you have you are either doing or will be commissioned to do um. Yeah. The thing. Of course. The thing, I mean, are we? Can he be? Like, is there any legal ramifications for him mentioning it? Because after all, we're talking fan scans. Not really, because it's no, 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 okay. Tech. If you want to go technical, he's not distributing them. He is choosing of his own volition to take physical, legitimate manga and translate them for people perfectly who, legit for people who can't read them. Well, what 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 the well, what I mean, the distribution group does with them is something entirely different from what he does with them. Mm-hmm. So he's all good. But it is a derivative of a copyrighted work, isn't it? It is, but if you're not selling it or distributing it, it's fine. It's personal use. Uh, and that's actually, it's funny that you should uh, hold up this uh, book. I actually picked this up um, just on a whim when I was in Vancouver at a used Japanese bookstore. There was one just a few minutes walk down the street from our hotel. And um, they're turning that into an anime for spring 2008. And Mm so um, I'm going to be translating that for um, a group with somebody that I know from the fan subbing group that I'm currently staffing for. And then he's also... also, um You might also go through through some of the manga ones. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing Toraburu and um, Toshokan Senso, uh, Library War, which Mm -hmm. is a production IG title, so that should be pretty interesting and it's got a nice little plot about uh, control of information and um, other kind of ideas about the information age and, and then there's um, manga uh, I actually used to do Love Lucky for Gensokyo no not Gensokyo I used to do it for Kawaru Enishi when they did the first Couple six chapters. chapters I did most of that and then I had to drop it and they couldn't find anybody to replace me on that project and but I then did. you told me Mike about uh, Gensokyo and uh, I applied with them to be a translator and they're letting me pick up Love Lucky again. I'm still trying to catch up on the chapters that I haven't read, but once I'm there, I'll be able to start uh, giving them scripts. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, if you're if you've been if you are listeners and are fans of that series, Adam, it might. I don't actually read Love Lucky, but it might get them to pump that out a little quicker. Yeah, because but the thing is now now the thing is, is running on like a one release a month type. Yeah, they they right? are. I and, think Love and Lucky think, is halfway I think, through. Yeah, yeah we're about so if it's done, then maybe Futariachi will move faster. Exactly. And then the thing is, and the thing is, now you know, now you know where the buck will stop for, well, a part, a part of it at least. So, Mm. and a lot of it, a lot of the delays there have been based on finding translators. Yeah. Well, that's always been Gensokyo's problem. 
They've been mm-hmm. very, very hard up. Yeah, I think I was I was told that uh, they were having a little bit of trouble with their translators. Like, they couldn't find people who were skilled enough to read the books. Yeah. Because when you have a mm-hmm. mature title, you don't have the um, little hiragana to help you with the kanji yeah. reading. So you have to have a fairly good base. I think yeah. their other problem with Fatari Echi is that they were using Chinese translations for a while. Oh, I hate it when people do and that. And so they were trying to get... Well, but it's a little easier to get Chinese translators a lot of times than it is to get Japanese translators. Fair enough, but I mean... So they were, they were trying. <laughs> like, for example, Bakatsuki had the um, translation project for the Haruhi novels. Yeah. And I started reading that along with the actual Haruhi novel in its original mm-hmm. Japanese. We, we have to kind of mention um, um, Enrico is more or less very... Very competent in French uh, in uh, Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> oh, I have no competence in French anymore. Um, but you do. You can. You can pretty much. You're pretty. I, I got my um, reasonably fluid. I got the JLPT level two just mm-hmm. recently, so that's a fairly uh, high so, degree of proficiency. It's not fully comprehensive, but I'm trying to get there. But yeah, it's certainly above anything con- think, uh, us three combined have. Functional one. So you, um, could, you could live and deal with it. Something like that. It's the minimum level for getting into universities okay. and, and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, anyway, I should finish the thought so that you know we can go on to something else. Um, but uh, Bakatsuki had the project for the Haruhi novels. Yeah. And then I started reading the novels in Japanese, and I was looking at their translation versus what I was reading from the actual j- pages. And I was like, are we reading the same book? <laughs> and what did you find out or figure out? Um, well, then I found out that they had started their translation project from the Chinese novels, which okay. they admitted had small translation errors from the Japanese. So it's almost like a, a translation of a translation. Yeah, so it's it like three times... It's, it's, it's like, like broken telephone. So, yeah, well, it's backstroke no. in the West is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that video, by the way. I'm pretty okay. sure everybody does. <laughs> so let's catch up on a couple things. James, um, uh, you've been away... Well, both Adam and James have been away for a couple weeks, but James's, James's uh, last couple weeks have been there. Um... First of all, which one do you want to go to? Uh, trying to see Kite Liberator in a theater, or do you want to talk about the Minicon? Uh, probably Kite Liberator. Okay, so during uh, the week of the girls episode, James wasn't in the wasn't here. Uh, he tried to go. Apparently, one of the distributors in this area, one of the video distributors, had like a theater showing of some sort. Uh, well, it was a group of people, and they created. I guess I don't know what they called themselves, but uh, you had to pay. Well, first of all, in their press release, they had no th- nothing on price. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I thought, at worst, I'm going to pay like 10 bucks, right? Mm. To see Kite Liberator on the big screen. And I think and this, would have been, right? this could have been a mm. world premiere, I think, because I don't remember it being screened. Well, maybe it was screened in Japan before. I but it was a I don't. Video. It's, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, think I've heard it having a screen of any sort. Mm. Okay. Because it, be it came showing. in Japan and North America this yeah. week. That's what I'm saying. It's two mm-hmm. weeks ahead. So we're like, okay, this is going to be like at worst maybe a movie price. So we go up there and find out it's like twenty-five to thirty bucks, and basically they're giving you all this free stuff and all are this they other junk. You a DVD at the same time? No, they aren't. <laughs> they're just telling us we can see the movie and maybe we'll get to for see other showings bu- for twenty-five thirty year. bucks. You know, maybe a copy of the of it would well, be. Well, yeah, if you're buying the, the DVD and they just the have to be playing it on the screen, that's one thing. I hate to tell you, the then D- I'll get the DVD. But. Adam, the DVD is like. 22 23 bucks that's no, that, blast no, so it's cheaper for me to buy the dvd yeah, but watch well, you can accept that if you're getting the dvd and the movie for 30 bucks no it's just for, the movie that's the price it's of just DVD the movie plus and plus scene, plus you know the yeah. atmosphere of seeing it in on a big screen i think it was just a movie junk on a in a bag and then probably any other showings they had during the year which might not be as good because i think they were also showing exaholic this wasn't Utah, full male panic it? and tweeny witches 
I don't know. I don't know who this is. It's Full Metal Panic. Uh, the second raid. Oh, okay. Fair second enough. Oh, okay. So this like, like you're like, what, stuff. three years behind the curve here? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is, well, supposedly from what I heard from someone in the know, they apologized to me and said, yeah, it wasn't very clear and that the person that was involved wasn't really there. But the thing was, I think only 30 people actually paid and went in and all of them ended up just watching Kite. But they did say, they did tell me Kite Liberator was a very good movie. So is they said I should... the original? Well, it's different. It's more action-oriented. Wow. Of course, all the hentai's out. And it's a very dark story. The story... Yeah, already really... Adam's disappointed. There's no doggy style. Well, no, no. It's not <laughs> doggy style. But let's be honest. Of all the... But they the said... Hen- sorry, go ahead. Sorry. James. I was just no, no, going to no, say that it's not as much of a train wreck as Mezzo DSA was after the original oh, Mezzo. You know what oh. I mean? Aren't most things Mezzo kind of a train wreck? Yeah, well, it's the first one. <laughs> okay. The original was yeah. good. Then DSA, which is the only other one. And Forte? Forte is the original. Oh, yeah, okay, that's, that's right. Forte that's right. was the original, and yeah. then they had... Go ahead, sorry. No, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, the, the, the beauty about Kite is not that it's hentai, but the fact that it's probably one of the very, 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 very few pieces of media, live action or animated, you're ever going to see that actually integrates that amount of sex very well into the storyline. You don't feel like it's forced. Mesoforte, the sex scenes felt forced. They were dream sequences were, and with a robot. One, one's a dream one's sequence, sequence, the other's, the other's with a robot. robot. Um, <laughs> okay. It was funny because... But if you watch the edited version, you know exactly where they are. Ah. You yeah, can no. tell just by the editing that there was going to be a sex scene there. Right there. That's the only Ooh, place it could have gone. Oh, yeah, it's like some sort of void. It's like a void where sex was supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because... <laughs> it might have been a requirement of the stu- of the Green Bunny studio. Or something. No, it was a requirement Well, it was a little for... bit better than Fate's Day Night. That was kind of like they had a whole dragon spirit metaphor okay, with the okay. arm getting ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, James, go ahead. I was just going to say the career. I'm, I really forget his name, and that sounds so terrible. Umetsu. Umetsu, sorry. But... Whenever I saw the interviews on both the DVDs, he said it was so hard coming up with those hentai scenes and stuff like that to put on because he had everything else, and that was a matter of integrating the hentai into the story. He did a spectacular job on Kite. Well, no, Kite was a better job, but Mezzo, he said, had terrible time. It's just like, okay, what the fuck are we going to do? And that's what they came up with. But that being said, the, 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 the second Mezzo, the one with the robot, if you watch scene. it in its ori- if you watch scene, it in its original <laughs> Japanese, mm-hmm. it's it's quite a good scene. If you watch it in the dub, you can't not laugh. I laugh <laughs> my ass off at that scene consistently. They pick such a poor voice, and the dialogue is so over the top. If you want to <laughs> laugh, you should watch Bible Black Dub. That makes you laugh. Oh, on the way, oh no! You're all talking about. So, you're all talking about. Isn't that the one where they use real porn actors? Uh, no, no, that, that was, was that, that was, was new, that was new tech. Oh, for that time. Was new tech. And those are the ones that are the worst. But the thing is, yeah, the they, funny they part is, you're bringing up like Mezzo, Bible Black. Those were not. Those are. Those are kitty. Those are those They're are media blasters. Yeah. Those are media blaster kiddie. titles. Mm. So. And Bible Black isn't allowed. Uh, no, everything but the original Bible Black is not know, allowed in Canada. Wow. No, you can't you, import it. Oh yeah, back to that this. discussion. That's right? why I have it in my closet, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. we also have. On, I probably my, got it on my hard drive. My brother but. also has the game too, because Media Blaster is licensed yeah. and has the game out. I don't think they've restricted that. I haven't looked yet. It's not. I don't know. I haven't checked if it's on the list. Okay, so there's that. It's like the one thing you can get. Bible Black, the game. And well, don't you think the, the game would be in. kind of worse? Hmm? 
I mean, usually the game is worse. Well, no, but it's more that the the uh, the border agency officials don't have the time or the skill to get through the game and see all those parts. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, at that point, you're talking about between twenty and forty hours of gameplay, exactly. reading solid text. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you're looking at visual even novels. If, even if you skip all the dialogue till you get to a choice, you try using that like auto skip feature they always put. Yeah, except the auto-skip features are usually programmed not to skip over stuff you haven't read. Which kind of sucks if you don't care about the story and you're just getting... It's like, if it's in Japanese and you don't read it. And don't care. <laughs> I was reading it, though. Actually, Green Green 2 was pretty yeah, uh, yeah. nice story okay, back, back to your, back to your but, thought. Yeah. I remember back in the days when if you, you're playing it on Windows 98. Like, say, something like the original canon or the original Two Heart. And mm-hmm. the, the Japanese didn't render properly because of the way the game was made. Uh, yeah. You couldn't get it to render unless you ran it in XP. So because of the whole ASCII debacle. Because of the whole yeah. ASCII issue. Yeah. Um, and because XP wasn't out yet. So you're reading a bunch of question marks, and you basically make the decision, I'm just going to skip all this text <laughs> and wait till I get to an option, because it's option A or option B, and I'm just completely guessing. Now, granted, that's the way I played Sacratizen, and I've, and I've gotten some of the most difficult endings on that game, so... That's on, impressive. Uh, Sacrifice two, anyway. I'm impressive. Uh, yes, impressed. That would, that would be that would be an accomplishment. Yeah, that would be. An accomplishment. It's yeah. And seeing Lenny in a swimsuit is amazing. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. Um, I have to play that. Yes, oh, you do. Wow. Do you have a Saturn? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Oh wow. I have the I have number two. I can get I can lend you, but it's for the Saturn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we do. That. We do have the Japanese Saturn at my place. So. You have a Jap that's retarded. My my brother has a Jap- cartridge, right? My brother has I think Japanese Saturn, Japanese Turbo Graphics. Um I can't remember <laughs> if our Dreamcast is guys. See, we have all these consoles. No, the Dreamcast doesn't matter cuz that'll play. Yeah. We have all sorts of consoles, North American and Japanese. Like we have a crazy amount. Now, now, do you have the, the the Saturn with the GPS unit? I don't <laughs> think he has that. It was a GPS unit? Oh yeah, it was an incredibly rare model. Had a GPS unit retarded mm-hmm. like it had a it had a it had a car adapter for the power oh, you were wow. meant to sit it in your car <laughs> run your gps and th- this was back in like 1995 when gps was a big deal oh wow so yeah oh man man anyway so there's that um i guess we should get to this one now yeah mm. throw down yeah we throw down otherwise we could talk about this forever honestly yeah, we could we could um <laughs> See, I told you it was better to do the Kite Liberator bit instead yeah, of the Yeah, it was, it was, it was. Uh, okay. How do we start this one? Oh, okay. Uh, we haven't had, well, we haven't really had a chance to take a bite out of the whole Crunchyroll controversy. Mainly Yum. because both Austin and Adam have been off for a few weeks, and <laughs> I know I would have, uh, and I know they would have the most to say on the topic. Uh, but obviously now is a good time to do so, considering we've had a chance to take a look at the events since the announcement of their four-plus million dollars in venture capital. They're announcing the partnerships with, uh, with Speed Racer Enterprises and Gonzo and a controversial interview with one of Crunchyroll's co-founders this week on Anime News Network. That's not an interview, Mike. We know it. It's, uh, it's bullshit. Interview. All you got from that was nothing. I go, go into it and knew it was nothing. What do I get out of it? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Crunchyroll in a while. Could somebody fill me in? Well, okay, just wait. Uh, plenty of discussion. Okay, so plenty of discussion. To- plenty, of, plenty of discussion and... <laughs> We're, well, we're not at. We're not going to really add anything new, are we? Just maybe some thoughts. Well, it's mostly thoughts. Out. I mean, there's a lot that's been said already. James, well, I'll let you throw down because I have a really ranty thing to say. So, well, mm. I was talking with Mike about because don't forget for the Gonzo thing okay. first. Sorry, 
Um, yeah, like the weird. All right, first the weird part about the whole the whole thing when the announcement was made a couple weeks ago on on them getting the cap uh, the venture capital funding, people were shaking their heads because the fact that you know the, a lot of they they had a habit of putting up rather I guess illegally illegally um, copyrighted material mm. and now they're getting money to do so some may, be, may or may not be charging subscriptions I'm not familiar too familiar with cr- completely familiar with the whole how, cr- how crunchy roll works and then obviously you have you know the company should do something blah 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 and then and then somebody in the in the anime news network forums our good friend uh, Jesse Betteridge uh, uh, who does um, Zan- from Zan in Canada who, which is another Canadian Canadian blog or Canadian site. news site for anime he said chill maybe you should maybe the company should take a look at this as an opportunity so we started getting some of the expected reaction you know cease and desist orders from funimation bandai and then but suddenly we start hearing words that out of all the companies gonzo who had been the most militant about you know about the whole piracy thing over the past couple months they say they we find out that they contacted crunchyroll and started some sort of negotiation with them well, uh, this you can pick that th- up. There's a few interesting <laughs> parts on that because, first of all, you're sending mixed messages from the North American side and the Japanese side. But the Gonzo thing, you have to wonder if they only did that because they were working with other partners like Boss TV and the YouTube deal they did. They had those maybe before and then decide just to add Crunchyroll because they thought maybe they were going to try and legitimize themselves. You never yeah, know. Yeah, that's a thing. Now, the thing, though, is with the new series in April that Gonzo is going to do and put up for streaming, supposedly Boss TV said they're doing the translation and I'm assuming that if they put this on YouTube and do it on Crunchyroll, it's gonna be that translation. And this is not for Japan, it's for outside of Japan gets it and not Japan. So if you're inside Japan and can't understand anime, then you're out of luck. You know what I mean? An English there's, student in Japan. There's, no, there's some weird dynamics. But um, um, the other thing I was going to say is, remember I was talking about, this is supposed to replace the TV broadcast, right? So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, are they only going to stream it for free for a week, and then they're just going to take it off? Or are they going to then say, okay, we're going to charge you for a high-quality uh, version of it after that, and then put the next episode up for free, during that week it's broadcast in Japan. You kind of get what I'm saying with There's that, guys? There's some odd variables. Because I'm just thinking about it and thinking, you can't leave it up there forever because you have to get that wet appetite well. for the DVDs or for whatever product you're going to then sell mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. down well, the road. Well, okay. Uh, the, thing, the thing is, for me, is... Um, there's... There's the potential for a subscription-based model. I'm thinking from with all this. Well, mm-hmm. there is. But by the if if you look at it like James is mentioning, like television, and this is we we've been talking about this some weeks ago. We've been talking about it for a while. The, this some, is sort of the direction you guys got to learn to go, because that's the way North American DVD sales are driven, and they yep. work very very well. And if, to start with a free ad for the free form, at you least give them the free version, but they can't view it whenever they want. They get to view it for some limited period. You know, a day, a week, whatever. You give them a little preview, not like a, you know, not a time limited preview. You get to see the whole thing, and then you know you want to watch it later. Buy the DVD, and it works. Or buy something. Buy some. Well, no, but if, if we're say, going say on the sheer North American, you know, model, mm-hmm. yes. watch it for free. Well, at least we're, buy the DVD later. <laughs> I mean, we're the North American model as it currently exists. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, like, but the model works as it currently exists. Because you're giving people something for free, and those people who really, really like it, pay for it. 
and it's amazing. Not, you make it voluntary. You know, there are people. there are there are still there's still like you will still get your collectors out there. It's just that like I, I heard I, I overheard this conversation this week at uh, with, with uh, at Comic Den, which was something to the effect of, look at the demographic of your regular DVD buyer these days. It's it's getting older and older. It's mm-hmm. not it's not appealing as much for whatever reasons. We can put that part. Argument aside, why it's this? Why the younger? Why the younger crowd is isn't doing this? But you'd be hard pressed to find. I think the age group they gave was uh, over th- uh, a, a, a frequent buyer over thir- uh, under thirty. Okay, but I've always in in, like, I mean, in media that is available in that manner, and by that I mean you have to sort of exclude anime because anime really only got available on commercial like commercial boxes, DVDs, VHS on mass very very recently. Yeah, over the last let's say decade. Over the last yeah. decade. <laughs> but if you compare it to like television shows that you or movies, movies is perhaps the better way to go. People always buy them. You know, North American television shows, North American movies, the DVDs will get the DVDs, the VHS, they always got bought by the same age group. You know, the young kids who don't have money or would rather waste their money on booze and women don't buy the stuff or they don't buy as much of it. And as you get older and you get settled in your career and you have more money, you buy the stuff a little more frequently. You can collect a bit more. You can collect a bit more. And anime is starting to run into that because that's just the way the market works. You know, originally, yes, you had your 16 and 18-year-olds buying the stuff. Because it was the only way you could get it. Then the internet downloads took off, and okay, now all of a sudden that market share that didn't want to buy it in the first place doesn't have to. So they're not. So they're not. And the same market section that would have bought it in the end anyway is buying it. And separate yeah, from the demography thing, uh, it's it feels like this is almost the next step in the trend. Yeah, th- it's like um, Japanese companies are starting to take more notice of distribution yeah, methods is, like YouTube. You know, what, you know what? This is an interesting point. You brought up an interesting point because we kept say, harping on this whole idea that if the anime industry is to ultimately survive, the way business is done has to change, mm-hmm. and ha- and and that was more a gauntlet thrown not as much at North American business. Or North Americans. It was more the Japanese. But the Japanese and now, this have is like, their ways. You know, Kaizen is a big uh, thing in Japanese companies where you make incremental improvements to the way that you do things. So this is almost a sign of that, too. Well, this is kind of forcing the issue, hmm. also. I mean, the whole Crunchyroll thing kind of forced a few. It mm-hmm. seemed well, to have forced. Like, it, it was but weird. But let's be honest. Napster forced the music industry's hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and more to the YouTube side, there was also the distribution of clips from um, Gakinosukai, the uh, popular Japanese comedy show, on YouTube. And now they actually have their own account and channel for that, mm-hmm. an official channel for Gakinosukai. It was uh, it's an awesome announcement when I saw it. Like, wow, a legitimate way to watch Japanese comedy shows online. I love it. Yeah, I would like a legitimate ways to watch shows from overseas too. Well, but, really, what's legitimate? What's illegitimate? Well, I You're say legitimate. Into it, legitimate in terms of legality, I'm sure. I but, say legitimate in the sense that the people who are behind the show are the ones who are actually doing it. Right, but I mean, you, you, we, we're, uh, the technology is changing faster than the than the market's mindset is, and so you, you've got these 
paradigm shifts that are running right underneath people's feet, and they can't get their heads around it just yet. That's technology a, for that's you. Technology. Yeah, it is, technology. It is the nat- but it's happened. Technology. But it, it, it hasn't hit broadcasting till just recently. Hmm. Still trying to figure itself out. Exactly. In many, but aspects. like you know, the music industry got hit in the nineties. You know. And then the movie films industry, got hit. The films got hit. Probably over the probably yeah. in the early two, mm-hmm. in the first decade, first yeah. part of this, the first half of this decade, mm-hmm. last few years, I guess. I mean, the weird part is, and, and here's a, here's a thought for Crunchyroll too, and this is a part of the this is some of the fear in terms of dealing with Crunchyroll or or how they how uh, how they'll be um, seen in the future. They're they're right now being seen as a maverick, maybe an illegal type organization. Right. It's just that now that they're trying to legitimize themselves to a degree, probably to a, a, to a huge degree or an absolute degree. Will they still can they get can they gain some credibility because of their other prop because of their what their reputation that's preceded them? Well, there's no such thing as bad advertising. Well, uh, I don't, I don't wonder. That one, huh? And fan subs have always been a good advertisement. Yeah. It's been an advertise. It's, it's been an advertisement. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you said, but it's not good or bad if you're to take you know Adam's what Adam's statement. Yeah, just now. there's no, no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. Right. It's right. just publicity. Hmm. Now the other thing I have to say on them them being a maverick and the Anime News Network interview was. The guy was really hammering home on this. Which like, one? Uh, on the Anime News Network. Oh, Zach. Zach. Zach, whatever hey, Mr. Answer Man, yeah. Um, Going on, don't... on and on about how, you know, isn't this a violation of copyright, and don't you feel bad about ripping people off? Um, wasn't and it how always? It... Well, no, no, but okay. My, the way I, w- I think about this is, okay, you're in the U.S. This is the country with the most draconian IP laws Ever. Ever. Yay, DMCA. The DMCA makes it incredibly simple to knock out a website, servers, anything. Napster got knocked down only because, and this was pre-DMCA too. Wow. Napster got knocked down only because they had files on their servers. Well, yeah, it's a centralized network. Exactly. What do you think Crunchyroll is? They have this crap on their servers. It takes all of two seconds to prove that to their ISP, because they're buying bandwidth from somebody, they're not just making it out of thin air. Yeah, they've got centralized content distribution going exactly. on. Exactly. They're going to get knocked off. The point is, the general market doesn't care. I know. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, the, the copyright holders for much of the stuff they're running, because it's all Asian, they're not in the U.S. They don't have American standing. You know, you're going to have a few companies who are going to try and send cease and desist letters... Well, then it's, okay, well, I'll just take that thing down. If you guys really wanted to get rid of them, it could have been done. Point is, not enough people wanted to do it. People seem to like the service. You know, I, I hate to use the term, don't be player hating, but... Don't hate the player, hate the game. Well, don't even hate the game. The game is the way things should be. It, it's a shift in the market. You know, do you want to be the stagnant old, you know, Uncle Moneybags? Hmm. You know, you know, just rely on your property and smoke your cigar and, you know, the market will never change. No, no, things change. Especially now. They change faster than they ever did. You have to evolve. And if you're going to try and shut stuff like this down... You're not accepting change. You're not going to accept the change and you're going to get hit with it hard. And that's the odd part. Maybe that's part of the Japanese culture, too, in terms of business. Yeah, but... 
Perhaps, but I mean, th- th- that's the thing. Because it's in the U.S., the Japanese companies haven't been that hard on it, from what I understand. Although it's starting now. It's starting now with um, Japanese companies uh, giving DMCA takedown notices for stuff on YouTube. Yeah, and yeah, but so that on. happened, mm-hmm. like, it's been there. But it's that's been the there for a, bit. for a bit. But, mm. And Crunchyroll always said, you know, and they said in the interview, if anybody ever mentions something... We put we it take down. take it down. We'll, we'll respect it. It never comes back up. Mm-hmm. I think mm. they said the you have to get in contact with the right people. Well, yeah. And they gave them the email address. Copyright at Crunchyroll.com for the record. Mm. Email them. You know, say, hey, this is, copy- this is copyright. This is, our prop- this is our property. This is our property. Please. You don't have a right to put this up. They say, okay, we'll take it down. Mm-hmm. But much like YouTube, this is user-uploaded content. If you have ten people uploading it for every one person who wants it down... It's gonna stay up. Simple as that. Yeah. You can't fight that sort of power. It's communism at at its basest, really. (laughs) (laughs) It's the power that keeps Yu-Gi-Oh! the abridged series alive. Well, no, but that's fair fair use, though. Mm. Because it's a parody. Yeah, that's permissible. But he still had to delete it from his account, and then a whole bunch of people started re-uploading it. Well, that's just because the DMCA is ridiculously draconian. They don't even wait for justification. They just make you take it down. Yeah, but that's not really news. <laughs> I know it's not really news. <laughs> but he, no, but if you put it on his own site, mm. um, it's harder to pull. Yeah, but that's the same reason Eight Bit Theater is still up. I'm going to let somebody from the audience. Uh, okay. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Depreciates has its own site. Thank you. Yeah, I did know about that. I was referring to what happened before when on it YouTube. used to be on YouTube, and then they had him take that down due to complaints, and then the whole community started re-uploading the episodes. But it's Google. They're, they're, they're you know always quick to cover their ass on that crap. Don't do evil and all that? Yeah. Well, I was going to s- find it real quick, but... <laughs> James, James, go ahead. I was going to say, it's going to be interesting to see how they survive because they got $4 million now from venture capital. And yeah. that is probably from the fact that they probably approached people, as they said, and they said, here's our traffic numbers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How do you keep those traffic numbers up? How are you actually going to give us money? There's got to be meat between those bones. It can't be a bare skeleton. So they're going to have to produce something well, no, but it's for paid content just, and keep traffic like, up, say which will if, be interesting. You know, these mm. And, this is, oh, sorry. and this is a big thing with internet companies. There's got to be meat because a lot of them have went into the internet business and there's no meat in those bones and everything falls to shreds. Uh, like sometimes the you, sometimes you have web services to start like up. Facebook and MySpace. Mm. Companies mm. that you know didn't make... Come on, YouTube is the perfect example. It wasn't making any money. There was no evidence of it bringing in any revenue. And Google bought it for a retarded amount. Well, a lot of companies started up like that. Like, they had this neat idea for a web service, but they didn't really think of how are we going to generate revenue from this. They just said, we're just going to give you this cool thing for free, like like Mebo, for yeah, but example. That's the thing. That, that's the newer, that's the web 2.0 mantra. Whereas well, yeah, the, but that's what's hit right now. Yeah, I know, but the, whereas the web, like, 0.2 mantra... <laughs> no, 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 that was the Amazon. It's, no, we have to make money off this shit. 0.2 sounds like mosaic days or something. Well, it's a beta, whatever. <laughs> well, just be interesting to see how long it goes before it and, hits ahead, you know what I mean? Things only get valued now because some bigger company decides they want a piece. Facebook, its value was completely up in the air until Microsoft decided to buy a chunk of it. Or tried. No, uh, they, bought, they, they, they did, did buy a chunk get, of it. Buy a chunk. And... Then you now know what it's oh, we're worth. Talking, we're talking. Something. The second talking somebody's now. willing to pay something for it, you have a value to it. Although Facebook had something solid. I mean, Facebook has a collection 
of information, all sorts of demography information and personal information on millions and millions of people. Well, yeah, that has market value. Mebo has market. But it's but if their privacy concerns is that they won't sell it to anybody. Well, now where are well, you making that they money, right? <laughs> well, Facebook's privacy policy doesn't say that they won't give the information to anybody. It just says that they won't give them anything that's personally identifying. Something like that, well, if that I remember there. Well, you can't sell it to a telemarketer. Hmm. Right? And that's where the traditional money streams have come from that sort of information. Because if you look at it on its face, it's, well, how exactly are you pulling in revenue? Well, what I'm talking about, Somebody's for example, paying you for this, and I don't know how. What I'm talking about, for example, is like whole bunches of users listing their favorite books. So yeah. a whole bunch of people have listed on their profile that they like the Harry Potter series. And there are companies who would probably pay to have this kind of information. Yeah, but the problem is, is that because it, it's completely user-generated, you have to like wait for a trend to arrive before you can try and sell it. Mm. You have to wait for you know 300 people to like you know anal sex. To sell it to a loot manufacturer, right? Yeah. You have to find these trends. You, know, you can't just... You, whereas the traditional model is to push it on people. Yeah. You, know, you drop a banner out at the top of the page. Now you almost have to wait for there to be a critical mass and then strike exactly. when the iron's hot. The thing, though, is with Crunchyroll, we got to remember, $4 million, that's got to go by pretty fast because they said, first of all, they've quit their jobs. They they're spending taking, like 50000 They're taking bucks, money... So. For themselves, they're also taking money for bandwidth. And if you yeah. have more tra traffic, more bandwidth, more yeah. money. You know what I mean? So it's well, going to go pretty fast. So they got to really tighten the belt and figure out what's our plan. Well, they've gotten rid of the subscription or else their investors now, will so get they're it. not making any other money. Yeah. Mm. So and it, they took the ads really off, didn't they? Yeah, they took they the ads off. That's the other. Just thing. hope that they, they got capital. Uh, they took things off. Hope they don't burn through that VC money too fast. Oh, they will, but the, or anger but their uh, venture more. capital pals, or else that'll. Because it, it's a very easy concept to just say, okay, I'm going to take your money, whomever you are. Say you're NBC, mm -hmm. and I'm going to, you know, take my fake user account, and I'm going to upload some, you know. Every episode of whatever shows you run as they come out. Heroes. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Law Heroes. Order. I don't actually Law know. <laughs> I know. Whatever. But like, let's name an NBC show. Deal or No Deal. There you go. Deal okay. or No Deal. You put it up. Big Bang Theory. You know, it's, com it's completely anonymous. <laughs> but all of a sudden, everybody sees this. Everybody has access to it. Everybody gets to decide if they like it. And they don't have to, you know, happen to be home at you know, 8 o'clock on a Wednesday or whenever it's on, or have spent the money on a PVR and waste the space on a PVR to record it. Those are still a little bit inaccessible, I think. They're a little bit inaccessible, and furthermore, like, you know, if I've never heard of this show, why am I going to waste my space on it? Hmm. I've got something else I could be running at that time. <laughs> or watching. Or taping. Yeah. Hmm? Or wanting to tape. Yeah, wanting to tape some porno or something else in the background, whatever. It's an honest mm -hmm. way to say it. <laughs> He's really nothing if not in the honest. morning there's yeah. probably so but much. so now when i'm spent you know when since this demographic spends a good chunk of their time on the internet now they can mm -hmm. watch it there while they're doing their eight other things you know and by that i mean they're talking on msn because they haven't fucking moved to anything else yet to their eight friends who they go to school with and they got facebook open in their other window <laughs> and you know maybe being a cam whore but whatever the fact is, they're watching it as they're doing everything else. It doesn't take extra time out of their day. And yep. they get to decide if they like it. The internet changed the game. Film at 11. 
Yeah. Um, actually, the video stars. And the way uh, I like to put it, it, it changed <laughs> the game. And um, another example of Japanese companies realizing this is that uh, there was Kimi Kiss, the anime that recently finished mm-hmm. its yeah, run, and yeah. for a while, the, I, they were doing an online broadcast of it. So as the episodes were coming out, they were giving an online streaming version so that you could watch it. Mm-hmm. Just on the official website for the anime. See, that's sensible. That's the way things yeah. should be. It I'm makes sense. I'm going to for free anyway. Good old application <laughs> of uh, Kaizen. Right there. <laughs> and maybe it would be cheaper because some of those people that are actually wanting it on the air on Japanese TV that are the sponsors are paying the TV stations in Japan to show their show. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the magazines. It's the production companies that you see at the end that are paying them and they how do they make their money back the dvds mm-hmm. there's got to be other ways and maybe putting on the internet's a and cheaper the alternative and it's the a dvd audience. and the dvds mm-hmm. is becoming more and more a gamble it's becoming a i don't think it's okay in japan possibly but here based on the price i can't see it as a gamble the problem is is the motivation to buy it because if i'm forced to it's only a gamble based on the current model because I'm forced to spend money on a DVD which might be good, might not be. If I'm going by purely legitimate channels, we're ignoring the fact that uh, I can download the yeah, shit ahead of time. I'm guessing. It might be good, it might be bad, I'm stuck reading the back, right? It's like being in a rental store in 1989, right? Yeah. The only basis you have for picking out that movie is the description on the back and maybe the recommendation of the fat, balding guy behind the counter. Yeah, and right, this- and that's what I have in the manga shop. That's what I have <laughs> in the anime store. I have the creepy comic book guy behind the counter who has some whacked out opinion on shit, and I have the back of the thing. And he'll tell you about it for hours. He'll tell me about it for hours. Yeah, but that's it why my like shows you kind of hit, hit something though when you said this is like it's a gamble right now the way the model is. Yeah. So here we are, change the model. Here we are, change the model. Then it's the not product a might anymore. work. And then yeah, the product the product may not be whatever end product you want to ultimately sell may not may actually exactly once have people a once once you make it easy once people don't have to buy the product it's about, to gener- out it's they about want generating it. it's about generating interest. exactly to be fair it was always easier in Japan because you just watch it on television watch television I mean it was free in the sense that you already paid for the service yeah. But so it, that's something that the North American market has always had to you catch paid, up on. You paid for go, television. Let me, let me go on one last uh, one last thing, and then mm. and then we'll throw it to break because okay. the whole idea and this is like anime um, anime on DVD playing the guilt trip. Remember this little bit when they, when they mentioned a blurb they mentioned a couple weeks ago when they said a lot of anime that's shown on TV the sponsor the commercials the sponsors aren't typical advertisers. It's probably the companies themselves. The anime companies themselves peddling other titles. That's what I was you talking that about blurb. before. And some of that I and think was a it's, blurb it's a weird... from Peak Magazine. They were yeah. talking about the Japanese industry. And I think, wasn't that Bandai Visual USA's mm-hmm. president it was, said it was, that? It was, it was an attempt, it, it's an attempt at another guilt trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't know where, how, that, how, that thinking, how that ultimately throws, thing, throws the thinking. I mean, you guys have a thought? Because I, I really don't know to, what to say about that. I'm not sure if I caught the general gist of what you were saying about the it's guilt a, trip that was going it's, on. It's the whole idea that, like, you, you can't go under the assumption that the companies will make their money on the broadcast, because on the, on the advertising, uh, whatever advertising revenue may come, come on the broadcast, because they're usually paying for the advertising on top of that. So in, other, it's, in a way, it's sort of them paying broadcasters to actually allow this on the air. Well, it's the same as, you know, 
uh, you know, a company that manufactures soap or toilet paper. They gamble by paying for the advertisement. You got to spend money to make money. That's all it is. This television broadcast is not the product. And television it's an ad for the product. Television broadcast has to be sustainable because we are we have examples everywhere of it being sustainable. So yeah. how can you make that argument of, oh, but the television broadcasts might be suffering? They're not suffering. They're running. Yeah, they've been running. For, TV's been around since the fifties. <laughs> it's worked up till this point. There's nothing changing it. People, it's still, at least that drastically. Well, it, it's, I mean, changes. Television is still the most pervasive form of media we're faced with. Mm-hmm. Last thought before we go to break because everybody has one. You know, you turn it on, flip up your rabbit ears, and you get at least one channel. Mm-hmm. Everybody sees it, and everything you see in North America, especially if you're only running on the free channels, has mm-hmm. ads. That, that's just a fact of life. It's paid for the broadcast. Some advertiser has paid X amount of dollars to the broadcaster to peddle their product for them. Mm-hmm. And that pays for television. It works that way in every country. The only time it doesn't perhaps work that way is on publicly funded stations where they may not have commercials. Like the BBC. Or PBS. Or PBS. Anyway. We should flesh that out sometime. We'll keep up with this. I mean, this this story. Oh, it'll, it'll develop. I'm sure. I'm sure. And Yet another thing we could go on forever with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's more the thing of people are going to watch and see what happens yeah. come April, especially with the North American companies. Are they going to flip and go with Gonzo, just like maybe any other uh, Japanese company? We will see. We will we see. We will see. We will see. Anyway, we'll get off. We'll get off that. We'll get oh, off that. One thing horse. to oh. mention on that though. Wasn't it kind of funny? Bandai's press release basically said, we agree with Funimation, and that's probably the only time you'll ever see a company say that in their press release. Seriously? We agree like, with the competition. We're with them? Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what they said in their press release. I said, that's the only time I've ever seen a company say, our competition's right. It's going to shoot them in the foot, too, I'm sure. <laughs> I just found it funny. I've never seen that in my life in any sector. Let's take the break. Bullet's coming up in a couple seconds. It's the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. We can do that. Mm. Yeah. Digital thingy, my dodger. All right. Well, it's oh, on wow. CD. They could have done download, but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Tell me that. Well, well, newfangled all right. Um, said no fucking way. In. So during the break, uh, and as I said, since we're, doing, we're, since we're taping the video again, we had some strong words about... Like, there were some words said about the interview, the big Crunchyroll interview this week on Anime News Network. You'll have Zach heard Bursky, it if you watch the premium Answer content. Man. Yeah, if you, watch, <laughs> if you watch the video, you'll hear our comments. Uh, you'll hear comments said about that interview. Are we going to have um, subscription, and they're probably too? Around, no. <laughs> and probably, you know, it's pay, pay, pay per listen. Um, <laughs> it's, and, and, you know, there's, and it's probably not much different from all the comments that, are, that have percolated around, that have been around already concerning that interview. But there's some, still some strong words. Worth listening, worth watching the video because you'll get to hear a whole bunch of little rants about it. Um, I really hear it is the question, though. Huh? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, podcast mar- and the podcast marches on. Nicholas, Austin, Grant, and Bianco with you. From our studio in, Tor- uh, from our studio in Toronto in front of a live audience... And online via thecomicden.com, the official podcast of Anime North. Hi, Norm. Hi, Eileen. No, that was four people. Oh, yeah. 
Well, no, no, we're saying hi. You know, oh. we're saying hi to Anime North we as well, because um, you know, we we because uh, we're in the uh, we're in the final stretch there, and we're we're Thank gonna start you. we're starting to or figure out the rest of our uh, plans for Anime North. Uh, okay, lock and load uh, the Anime Roundtable bullets. Here we go. Um, and we talked a lot last week about Anime Boston about to happen, and then this week we start to hear the fallout from Anime Boston, which was. Nine hour wait in registration I heard lines. Ten out, five hour to ten hour wait, wait, and that wasn't just the regular line. That was also the uh, advance line, advance ticket line. Wow! And some of it was because not enough terminals and not enough people operating staff wise for those terminals. And then, okay, the creme de la creme coming a few days after, where they send, I guess, a letter on their side. Yeah, there, on was, their a, there was a letter saying we're policy. really, really, really sorry. We're going to spend double the amount next year on registration, so it hopefully doesn't happen again. This no. some of them said, were. Sorry. Uh, th- this is a. Th- th- I've noticed this consistently happens in the American and the Canadian approach to things, much like elections. The the anime Boston to the anime North registration needs to be pointed out. Pencil and paper is a spectacular fucking tool. <laughs> <laughs> I think they right, can... like it's really, really simple to just take a guy, and he can be really, really untrained. Don't they still do pencil and paper at Anime North? That's and my it's point. Fine. And, it goes really, as well. and it goes, it goes really fast. It goes fast for me because you don't mm. have to wait for the terminal and figure out what buttons you have to press. And do I remember my training? And no, do you know how to write? What's your name? Do you know how to put an X in a box? There's your tag. Move the fuck on. And with uh, with voting, you get the paper trail too, which is what you kind of wanted anyway. Exactly. <laughs> the thing you know, is, election well, the killing trees, but we're doing it for a good cause. I'll, I'll be simple. Like the thing is, this is like killing trees for The thing democracy. is, this is like what? Uh, <laughs> this is like. I'm sure Griefies would love that. It's like yes. I'm sorry, Mike. Just, just remember, have yeah. the green box, green or blue boxes there. Um, one thing we have to note about it: how many how many years has Anime Boston gone? This is like the third, fourth, fifth. I think so. Yeah, fifth yeah. Time? it's not that far along. Okay. Didn't um, less than five, yeah. five or less. Five or Didn't less. Hobby Star do the con in Boston before the New England Anime Society started Anime Boston? It was something like that. I remember but there was some mind, big like, thing in that. Yeah, well, there's always this theory that that the Hobby Star con- that Hobby Star eventually gave rise to what would become anime boston hmm. because you know hobby star it, it's hit and miss with them hit and hit and miss with them they tried fan the, to do the fan expo model there may or may not have worked hmm. one thing you have to remember is hobby stars attempt happened the weekend after 9-11 as well just something to keep in mind yeah. um yeah. <laughs> one thing we have to mention and i'll, I'll show sympathy in this sense um th- the the attendance figures as far as we know for anime boston is up a good 4500 from last year from to 15000 from 10559 so there was growth maybe they weren't prepared but nonetheless will it grow again next year was it mm-hmm. also because of the pillows who knows some people were asking was it the pillows or guests some people yeah. say sometimes that can play a factor in people <laughs> that weren't going to go to begin with and then they decide to go but people were walking away that's the thing that really gets you mm-hmm. they just said enough's enough and just walk away yeah. and that's going to shoot you in the foot anytime and mm-hmm. come and next year you know even if you think- said we're going to spend more money on it People are going to think about it and say, maybe, maybe not. Do I really want and, to and, and, that? There's the bad word and of mouth too. Exactly. Sometimes, yeah, and then sometimes, and I, I don't know how the other conventions, like especially Anime North, I, I, I keep forgetting what types of troubles they may have because there's a period where I didn't even see the show. I haven't even pre-regged for Anime North yet. Am so, I in trouble? But yeah, the, yeah, but okay, Anime <laughs> North. If you go in on the first day, 
Okay, yeah, you could stand the huge line, but it ain't that long. It is one yeah, it's nothing to their credit. Long, one thing, it looks pretty one good. thing to yeah. the to Anime North's credit is they always find weird in different ways to alleviate it in in recent years. Having the if you pre-regged, you can come on th- on the Thursday. Yeah, that was and a nice that feature. Line, and that and that's a you that's something I don't see too much. I always like the volunteers. Mm-hmm. So, hey, what's the easiest way to get people to to increase your registration for us? Give a guy free admission to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep, and there you go. <laughs> And then, and the other thing was, and the thing is, doing the pre-reg on Thursdays alleviated a lot of the bottleneck that yeah, would happen it on the Friday. Yeah, bottleneck. Yep. And and then and then they did it, uh, and then they added to it by doing actually some. They actually did content on Thursday. Uh, content on <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, I mean, like uh, we participated. In it. Actually, we're gonna. I've I've asked Anime North to consider putting us on doing a show, like a, a digest during during um, the Thursday. That would work. That would be cool. every day. Yeah, essentially, our plan is to try and do or two four every day episodes, basically every day there. Um, you know, if anyone wants to back us up on that, let us know. Okay, so um, there's that on Anime Boston. So new new con new anime for Sunday's Dreamers. Second one. I know. No, th- no, no. This is kind of different because Hold the, up the actual manga for new, the video people. The actual new anime is actually on the third manga series. Yeah, I know, which just know. started. It's not the second. This is the second series. I'm giving that's the last volume because the first manga was two volumes. It got the anime series. The second manga series, which is Spellbound, got five, five volumes. Epi- five volumes. That's I like to call. I liked uh, the second uh, series of the manga a lot better. I, I like to call it as they said, less the magic. It's more of magic of the heart. It's mm-hmm. more the is drama. Is it a retelling or is it a like, no? It's a different new character. Story. Okay. And it's that's, that's all I need to know. It's a completely different characters. The third one, I'm assuming, is totally different characters, and that's what the third anime. Okay. So I'm intrigued to see how that goes. Now, was the live action coming the in the one. summer as well? Movie live or action, series? The, I can't. Yeah, the remember. live action and the new series. Apparently, this new series is based on the third series. That's okay. Yeah, that's that, and I wasn't really aware that uh, of this third. Uh, no I didn't too many even know details the third, the third series, series until the anime was announced. Yeah, and I'm I, guessing I, I, Tokyo Pop will pick that up. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You mean third series of manga? Yeah. yeah. Ah. And I'd like to see that too. Obviously, well, you know. Genion helped produce the first series of the anime, so it's hard to say who's going to want to go for the second series mm, of the mm-hmm. anime, yeah. if at all. Yeah. So there's that. Um, you know, Sunday's Dreamers was a nice series. Having yeah. I have nice fond memories series. of it. Fond first, memories. I, I'll admit I didn't watch the entirety of the first one. Um, and while I did like a, a good deal of what I saw, the magic was a bit of the, a bit of the problem with it. In what sense? Too much of it. Oh yeah, that wasn't really. It, it did never, get a little bit over the top too, was, especially when you had that whole dolphin animation. Well, going yeah, the on. dolphin animation—it's yeah. like watching fucking Sailor Moon. <laughs> like it's the same as a transformation a sequence. You've got a ridiculous a sequence of, you don't need. There. It's a type of thing that, like, if you took out that whole magic element, it's still probably. It's not a matter of taking out the magic element, but dumb it down. If you took out the magic element, you think it though, added be to it became too campy. That's exactly it. it be, well, that's you know, what the second series show is. About magic. Okay. <laughs> that's what the second series is. They took. And if I want to watch a show about awkward teenage girls with magic, I'll watch Magic Users Club. Again and again and again and again and again. again, 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 again. again. Okay. So <laughs> buy the DVDs. I have them. Uh, <laughs> might be so. The so the only thing is, yeah, uh, I'm there on the uh, BitTorrent. Um. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Nothing DVDs new. are probably next to nothing, especially since Media Blasters. Like per episode, some of their things are like fifty cents an episode. Some wow, like thirty five dollars for Gagar, and yeah. then 
Goku send twenty dollars for the whole series. It's no Jenny on fire sale, but it'll do. Wow, that's like it's, it's okay. To and last bullet uh, on the topic of Jenny on um, first license rescue on the me uh, first license rescue on the Je- from the Jenny on Fallout hat was a uh, sort of announced. Um, Which was you know how to pronounce this? Try and pronounce it. It's a Studio IG Mor- uh, Moribito Guardian of the Spirit. Studio oh. IG uh, produced. Sere no Mori- Moribito. Yeah. Uh, let me see this. Yeah, here's the picture. Yeah, Studio so IG nothing pro- really uh, huge. Nothing really. Well, not, like I wasn't aware of this title. Uh, people are happy to hear about it. And but I haven't heard of it actually. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't aware. Yeah, but of people this talk title about Naruto. It doesn't make it good. I know. Well, <laughs> the thing though is, that. Media mm. Blasters announced it by having it as an Easter egg in Kite Liberator. So they did That's the ADV style. <laughs> well, they've basically John from Media Blasters. He's went on anime on DVD and randomly announced stuff. In the forms. He just randomly says it one day and teases people. That's a good way to that's do how, it. See, that's that, how he did with Head Knight uh, Genesis. He did it mm. with um, Dojin Works yeah. and stuff like that. He just randomly announced it and said, oh, yeah, I happen to have this. But see, I like the way ADV used to do it. Just the fact that, you know, you'd be flipping through some newly bought disc, go through the trailers... I don't remember that series ever having been licensed before. The thing, though, is <laughs> this trailer, must right? have it's been... It's how XL Saga came around. Well, this one must have been pretty darn quick, because um, this one was produced last year, finished up in September. Genion had it. Genion collapsed. Genion didn't do anything. And then, yeah. basically... No, they did heard, dub it. Oh, they, they did dub, dub it. it. Bang they Zoom mentioned it. that they were still working on this, oh. actually, during the collapse. Now, and the thing, though... They, and I, I, that I, might be the reason to yeah. buy it, then. Mm-hmm. No, well, You've got John, a lot of work done. <laughs> John from Media Blaster said he would not pick up any Genion titles that were... Had, like, if they had not been finished, like Black Lagoon or something, like in midstream, he would not pick them up. He wants but something that if had they yet were, to really. If they had hadn't been released, he would try and pick it up. And this was one of the ones, obviously, that must have caused attention. The other thing, though, is he was picking up some Jenny on Japan titles. So that would have helped him get in for negotiations, right. yeah, probably, yeah. because girls, uh, high school girls was a Jenny on Japan title. And he picked that up. So he said he's been picking up some of those I titles. Can buy maybe that pick- no, you should Joshua buy it. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's everywhere. It's, and it's a, a box series. set for thirty dollars. A like box it. set Where? for thirty dollars. Everywhere. Oh. Wow. Everywhere. I'll buy it online. Or you'll go. You there. heard it here first. And or, guess or what? Anime North. And guess what? All what? The, maybe Anime North will oh, have no, it. The all the DVDs are in their North. original <laughs> DVD cases. The only difference is they're okay. packaged in a cardboard box. Big deal. That's all they are. Big deal. Okay. Well, it's a great series. Regardless and you get all the extras, too. Mm. Media Blasters is great. They give us all these extras that the other companies never do. Last it's lot. not just uh, clean closing, clean uh, yeah, yeah, opening. Yeah. We know what's there. We know what's there. It's not ADV. Back <laughs> with final insults in a couple seconds. It's the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. A uh, quick reminder, just a quick reminder that next week is our last show of the regular season before we go on a little hiatus. But before that, roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. www.animeroundtable.com is our website. Um, you can also listen to past shows there, of course. iTunes, Podcast, Pickle, and don't forget we have a uh, group on Facebook. Okay, perilously little time, so we have to get right to it. Time for a round of final insults. Um, Enrico, James... Oh, give, give Enrico a round of applause for suddenly doing the show and yes. surviving Thank his you. first go-around. Thank you. Because we always have to do that. Um, domo, domo. Yeah, uh, with that said, actually, uh, his, his reward, 
You, you, get, fi- you get to do final assaults first. Uh, first. All right. I've been, I've been brewing this up for a long time, but um, at one point when I was following Roz on BitTorrent, yeah, I'll admit it, um, there was one group or one guy, Siamen, and he was actually taping this stuff himself, and he was doing the encodes himself and his own distribution and everything. And there were a lot of raw providers that were coming out, and they were actually insulting the encoding quality on Siamen's Raws. But what these guys were doing, as I noticed, was downloading the um, files from Japanese peer-to-peer file-sharing services, renaming it so that it doesn't have any Japanese characters anymore, and then just making a torrent for it and putting it on, like, Tokyo Tosho or something like that. And that just ticked me off entirely. Like, what are you providing that you think you have the right to insult a guy who actually goes through the trouble of recording the show himself and doing his own encode? That that's really the the final insult from me. That's it's good. That's a good mm-hmm. one. It, we're we're going to be working on a theme, Adam. Yeah. Uh, James, well, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to give props to uh, Dark Horse and Icarus for doing things that people rarely do in the publishing industry, which is destroying their print runs when there are mistakes, so they can give the consumer the whole product. Icarus for Elements, when they had the one missing page, gave it to people and then said, "Wait a second. We're going to give you the whole thing. They'll reprint with that page intact, switch it at your comic book store, and get the right copy. Dark Horse, they delayed MPD Cycle Volume 4. The cover supposedly was not up to snuff, and it was one of the more provocative female covers, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And supposedly it was not up to snuff, destroyed their whole print run, and reprinted it again just to give it to us this week in the proper way. And I have to say bravo to them. And thank you very much, because many people probably wouldn't have done that and said, too bad, so sad, we're not going to waste the money. Kind of like how Tokyo Pop did with uh, the Chibi Vampire one, where you have the cover going the wrong way and all this stuff, and say, wait for the new print run, that's all we're going to do for you. But that takes some balls and some pride, and I thank them very much for that. Because you take notice when you see that. I definitely agree. Yeah, I see that. I think we saw something like that with some with with Kimigoro and Road, Road years ago mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. and uh, Amigo mm-hmm. admitted that admitted their errors with that. Okay, um, I'll go first, and go then I'll, I'll play the good cop version, and yeah. then you play the bad cop. Okay, and this is this is to um, comments on the uh, blog over the last couple of weeks uh, after after during the All Girls episode. Just read the blog, read, uh, the read the comments, and then you know, and then realize I got called out, so I have to respond. And I'll respond by saying this. So wait, which one's good cop? You, you, I played the good job. cop. I played the good cop here. Uh, just a quick Makes sense. So just a quick reminder. Um, when I ask people to write in with their thoughts, I really mean it. You can provide your thoughts on the show via blog or email, and you are free to voice whatever opinion or view or story you want. No questions, no validations asked to ask for. Just be prepared for one thing. If your view is ra- a rather strong one, be prepared to get a response. And if you don't like the response and choose to respond yourself, be prepared for a discussion. These are my basic laws as the benevolent dictator of this territory called the Anime Roundtable Canada. All hail. My point is, you don't need any credentials or, or validations to voice an opinion here, no matter how dumb they may actually be. <laughs> if if you wanted a place if you wanted a place where you had to be someone significant to safely express anything there's always the forums on the anime news network um <laughs> that was a good cop oh man that was oh wow <laughs> so to get adam's iteration on that one actually read the comments because the way i like to think of it is okay 
if you're going to call somebody out for, especially, you know, with, with any sort of a statement suggesting that, you know, anybody doesn't have the right to put up an opinion, you better be prepared to, to get bitch slapped in the face with my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say Cause, that. Because, uh, Fido, you, you definitely got a big verbal tongue lashing and a big verbal bitch slap. But what I really, what I was really so impressed with is that after I, I was my condescending, asshole-ish self laying the smack down at every possible opportunity on her, she made a response, which was fairly apologetic in her defense, and then right at the bottom said, Adam, people really love that picture of us cosplaying together. You're awesome on the show. Keep it up. <laughs> Wait, which cosplay was this? This was the Phoenix Wright cosplay. Oh, the one with Kale yes. as Phoenix. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm amazed at myself that I am capable of <laughs> being such an asshole and generating another fan at the same time. You gotta, I'm not surprised. It, part of the Adam <laughs> charm, It's part right? of my charm. And while I'm thinking about charm, Mike mentioned this to me. This needs to be said. If you were ever to go onto Google and search hentai lawyer... <laughs> the anime roundtable is the number one hit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How does that work? That is a great achievement. How the fuck does that work? So, Mike, how did you make that? If happen? you ever don't remember our address for whatever reason, <laughs> hentai lawyer in Google. Was there some Google bombing going on don't here? Don't worry. <laughs> Is that a Google bomb, really? No! No, I'm not kidding. It just I'm happened! Just I'm, I'm just, I, I looked this up. <laughs> no, I have to go I, on I, to that. The story this. behind that is, and we'll go off the air after this, is, um, you know, I always look through the, I always look through the, uh, the, the stats every, every day uh, mm-hmm. on the, on the website. And, you know, and people will want, and people ask, you know, search terms that led you, led people mm-hmm. to the site. <laughs> it was listed there. Wow. <laughs> it was listed there? And I, tra- and I double So somebody it. was willing to admit that they were <laughs> looking for hentai lawyer when and then, looking and for then, your site? And then, and then I, I actually entered it within Google and was like, it was you saw it. Hit. First, first if hit. you hit, if you type in hentai lawyer and click, I'm feeling lucky. We're going to get the anime round table. I love it. That is so awesome. That's too good. Oh, man. And on that note. On that note, I, w- I wish this was the season finale because I need the rest. So what new uh, search term should we make ourselves for? Well, that? I'm sure well, teenage I'm sure we'll pregnancy implementation <laughs> I was just going to be up there. Say. I was just about to say that. <laughs> you beat me to CNN, it. C- CN7 for the season finale. Good night from Toronto. <laughs>